might start it right now. Right? I'm going to start it right now. I'll cut it here mm-hmm. and I'll tell the I'll tell the listeners right now that if you want to hear the adventures of Mike's breakfast, uh tune in for the rest of the podcast breakfast because I've got lunch. I've got about 6 minutes and 45 seconds <laughs> of just I had an adventure today with my breakfast. <laughs> You'd love to hear it. Uh, we have some hot takes about cereals. We do have hot takes about cereals. I wouldn't say they're hot. You know how your take is freezing cold. You know how you're not funny. You know how Tracy does those brackets. Like we he's done do cereal his, before. Oh, he's done cereal. Damn you're right. very late. You weren't here last year. Obviously, I wasn't here last year. The brackets were coming out at a consistent <laughs> like two week interval last year, and he was on fire. He was on top of the world when his when Tracy's brackets were going. Listen, like dude, he stood tall. Maybe we'll have a bracket segment on the podcast. About? Stanley Cup playoff hockey. We could do that. I did a bracket last year. Wait, obviously. Well, very wrong. If, we, if this podcast ever gets off I its almost, ass. And I almost put money on it. If this podcast ever gets on its ass, creates social media, and promotes itself, which most likely we would not. We will not. Probably not. I'll, I'll put a poll up somewhere. We barely have enough time to do this. Like We're in between, yeah. And I started TV this semester, so that's there. But um, without further ado, we're going to talk about hockey because the trade deadline's in five days. It's February 19th on South Hill and Ithaca. I'm looking out the window, and surprise, surprise, it's snowing. When isn't it snowing? It was a beautiful day this morning. It was. It was really nice this morning. I was up before the ass crack of dawn, and at 5 o'clock I was walking to practice, and it was pitch black out. And then the sun came up outside, because, like, we, in the facility, you can see outside, and there's beautiful, like, wall-to-wall windows. And you can see the sunrise, and you think, oh, man, this is going to be a beautiful day. I walked to class, the sun was shining, and now all of a sudden, a couple hours later, ominous clouds, it's dark, you can't see the sun, and we like just got snowfall. like how he says, let's talk about hockey, and then he goes on a five-minute rant about the weather in Ithaca, which everyone could have seen coming. What surface is hockey played on? Ice. This has nothing to do What is Ice's cousin? <laughs> Snow. Great segue. Perfect segue. It's not. It's not a good segue. Into hockey. All. Like I said, it's February 19th. That means we are five days away from the tra- uh, trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was kind of the first big day. Yeah. We have four moves to talk about. Mm-hmm. Three of which are actually important. Yeah. Uh, the other one involved, like, there is one involving the Devils, which, um... For everyone's sake, we're not going to get into just because that's useless and worthless. The Devils will probably be in the news with Wayne Simmons in the next five days. Probably. Um, but like I said, we have it all planned out for but later. Like big in the trades podcast. like that usually happen literally on the deadline. On the deadline. Like yes. I'm not counting on anything happening with Kreider until February 24th. It will happen on the 24th, and that's why it's one. It's a great day in sports. It really is. Oh, it's not. Not for you. Not if you're a seller, because you know, you're. And we have to, yes, the Rangers are sellers. Well, the Rangers actually acquired Julian. Gauthier from this guy is I've been reading I've Hurricanes. been reading his stats for the past half hour in politics and he's filthy. He was filthy in the something AHL. to be excited about for the Rangers perhaps. Yeah, because Do we tell. traded well traded jo- Joey Keane. Yeah, he was a defenseman. Uh, we don't need any defenseman prospects like we have plenty. So we traded for a forward. This is actually a good move on the Rangers part. Never thought I would ever say that. Look sentence. at the front office has Jackie's um, approval for once. <laughs> 
No, yeah, he has 26 goals, 11 assists for 37 points in the AHL um, this season. Numbers. He also played five games for Carolina where he put up one assist, but then he was, like, set back down to the AHL. But in how much ice time? I don't know. Probably about 15 minutes, maybe. Probably. Well, he's 22, he's really young, and he is filthy in the AHL. Um, and the, he played in the postseason for the AHL. But this was a good move simply because we need forwards. Like, yes, and now he's a Ranger. And now he is a Ranger. Not That's serious nice. Not serious playoff implications with no, this move. No, it's not the trade that everybody like thought that was going to happen first. Like, yeah, it's kind of just like, what? it's one of those... And they also thought the head, first why? trade was going to be for picks. Like... Most of these trades are for picks. No, I'm saying for the Rangers. Yes. Like, they thought, like, one of their, like, this was just a player-for-player player trade. Do you like, know what picks the Rangers team. have to give away? I don't. Not off the top of my head. I don't. Probably some decent ones, because we're terrible. So Joey Keane was a good dump? He was a good defenseman. He was called up by the Rangers, but never actually, like, played in a game. Um... And he was really good in the AHL also, but, like, we need forwards. We don't need any more young defensemen. We have plenty. We need forwards, if they, especially if they're really considering trading Chris Kreider and maybe Pavel Buchnevich, then we need forwards. Joey Keane sounds like someone who should be playing soccer in England. Kind of, yeah, kind of does. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but nevertheless, we have two trades that are actually, you know, have huge playoff implications because they involve the Blues and the Washington Capitals. The first one being the Blues acquired defensive marker Scandella from the Canadians in exchange for a couple of picks. Um, this is just a strong team getting stronger. Uh, not sure if it exactly feels like meets any needs, but again, you've got a, a name here in Marco Scandella who's mm-hmm. going to help a team that really, like, you look at them and obviously they're going to be buyers at the deadline, but they're not exactly... The Capitals? I'm talking about the Blues right now. Okay, yeah. The Blues acquired Marco Scandella. Yes, they from, did. You were correct. From um, Montreal. Oh, we have the same birthday. Shit. Ooh, sorry. Damn. His um, birthday's Sunday. Yes, it is. Ah. Um, he's pretty decent. He's a pretty good player. I'm. My I my mean, stamp of approval is that I've heard the name Marco Scandella before. Um, so that's big news for the Blues because if you're acquiring a name that I have previously heard of, that's uh, probably gonna work out in your best favor. That means he's relevant in some way. Either he's trash or he's actually a pretty good player. So, uh, um, Marcus Candela is a blue. So, yeah, he's done not great. He's Def- actually, numbers, he's, numbers he's a defenseman. defenseman. So, yeah, so Four his goals, numbers are assists. pretty solid. For a defenseman, his numbers are pretty solid. Um, he's not in, the height of his season was from, like, 2014 to 2018. His numbers haven't really been that great since then. Um... So, I don't really know what he's going to do for the Capitals. I mean... What is he going to do for the Blues? He's on the Blues I'm now. sorry, for the Blues. I'm... You know, I don't really know what he's going to do for them, just because his numbers aren't that great. Um, he was just recently traded from Buffalo to Montreal. Yeah, so... This year. Which so, mean, he's on the move for the second time this year. Good, which means he's not playing well. Yeah. Um, so, I don't really know why the Blues would do that. Well, the Blues did it because, well, they add much-needed reinforcements to their blue line, um, which has had some, like, question marks. Because, uh, considering Jay Bomeister 
on their uh, defenseman for the St. Louis Blues. We obviously know what happened with him. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if what happened to Jay Bomeister is just like a scary accident that will just blow over and he'll oh, be fine yeah. for the playoffs or well, anything like that. Don't know. Or we don't know if it's going to be no, a persistent he had, issue. Like, he had like a heart attack. Like they don't think he's playing hockey soon. Yeah, his status is completely like, really uncertain. So they're they're making a move here. Um, to fill a void that they lose in and Jay Bomeister. He Bomey's had cardiac soon. issues, so I don't think he's going to be back on the ice anytime soon at all, which is fine. I'm looking at a stat from him right now that I have absolutely no idea what it means. I'm hoping our resident hockey analyst knows oh, what it God. means. But, and they, they say this is an admirable stat for Marcos Gandel. He uh-huh. has a 55.0 Corsi percentage. Where are you looking at right now? I'm in the ESPN Fantasy Hockey Database. Oh, you and know I don't know fantasy. This is an update. No, this is not a hockey stat. This is not a fancy hockey stat. I have no idea what it means. And I, these are these are updates from RotoWire. Did you say the stat again? What is it? A fifty-five point zero Corsi percentage. C O R S I percentage. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm sorry. Because it's obviously I'm assuming it's one of those stats like WAR in baseball. Because um, I'm on that the NHL's just all website and they don't have that stat. All things being equal, Corsi ratios tend to range between 40 to 60% for most players and teams. An elite number is usually around 55%, which is what Mark uh, Scandella boasts right now. And um, I still don't, it's, this is still not explaining exactly what it means. It's an advanced statistic used in the National Hockey League to measure shot attempt differential while at even strength play. So that means so- when he's on the ice, his team is attempting. 55 percent more shots. Yeah, that's than the that's so that's like his whole line. That's his like whole his line. That's not just the stat himself, but that's, that's not just himself. But it's indicative of the way he, you know, how well the defensive it line plays when he's on the ice. It means that they're able to keep the puck in the offensive zone. It means they're able to keep the puck in the offensive zone. I'm not sure if this includes block shots or not. Um, he might be a great shot blocker. But, it um, wouldn't because if they're talking about shot attempts, attempts, then it's how much his team is shooting. So it wouldn't include his. But block it's a shots. ratio of how much his team is shooting in comparison to the other team. So, so then, probably, because the block shot's still shot. Still considered a shot. Yes. So a majority of the time when he's on the ice, I wouldn't say a majority of the time, but more often than not, his team is shooting the puck than the other team is shooting the puck when he's on the ice. Yeah. And you've got to get pucks in the net if you want to score goals in hockey. So it's a good that's statistic. Like, that's like the plus-minus. It's, it's plus-minus, plus but it's shot Plus-minus is more cut and dry because it's goals, like themselves. Yes. He had some. He overall in his career has a negative rating. Uh, he's played for Buffalo and he's played for Minnesota. Minnesota. So can we really blame him? I mean, no. But Minnesota back in two thousand eleven was pretty good. I don't know how long he's been in the league. I guess he was with them back in two thousand ten. Two thousand ten, they came. He came into the league. So um, that's understand. I mean, he's a, yeah. I mean, I don't so know. all in all, the Blues make a much-needed move to um, add reinforcements to the blue line after the loss of Jay Bomeister. So um, th- that's one of our top headlines so far as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today there are still moves being made. There was a move already made today by the Toronto Maple uh, by the Maple Leafs. They acquired yeah, they're forward. feeling extremely frustrated right now with just everything. Are they... the Maple Leafs currently in position to play the Bruins, uh, Bruins in the first round again? Are they even in the playoffs picture? I would have no idea. Like, I haven't um, checked standings in a very long time. Yeah, they are. They're third in the Atlantic, so they have a solid playoff position right now. So they could legitimately play the Bruins. In the- <laughs> yeah. That'd be hilarious if that happens again. That's happened for, like, the past three years. 
first one. I'm sick of seeing the Leafs in the first round. Why? Because even though they suck and they're very frustrated right now, well, I wouldn't say they suck. They're in a playoff position. People are they writing them suck. off. They don't suck. They're just frustrating. I don't think anybody they're plays. They're losing games the, that they should be able to win. I don't think anybody plays the Bruins in the playoffs better than Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. And they, they've been looking for revenge for the past, like, four or five years. Which means it's about a con. And they have yet to get it. But I'm, I'm not sure this would be their year to do it. It could be. Last year they took them to seven games, to be fair. And the Bruins, I was one of the better Bruins teams I've ever seen in my life last year. Um, yeah. You could argue, I wouldn't say they've gotten better per se, but um, it's equally as good as they were last year. So hopefully... They've had some coaching issues. But I'll tell you what else I've, is an observation that I'm... And we'll put the oh. trade talk on hold. Okay. But an observation that I've made in the playoffs is that when it comes to playoff hockey, yes you have tired legs, and you want some layover between series. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, teams that go seven games in a previous series end up just playing better hockey in the next series. Yeah, because... Obviously, for obvious though. reasons, because the chemistry's there, and like they're playing well consistently on they a day-to-day basis. They also have momentum. Think about it. If they have momentum. If you're sitting and not playing hockey for four or five days, waiting for another series to finish, the other team's been playing. You haven't been. Obviously, you would rather sweep a team than go seven games with a team. Um, like, in theory, yeah. but for the most part, that's not the way it traditionally works in playoff hockey. Um, yeah, most, I think... Which is why NHL playoffs is so electric. Yeah, I think last season there were a lot, not last season... A lot of Game 7s last year. The year before. And the year before. The year before there were more Game 7s. Typically there are a lot. It really depends, because the season before in 2018, um when it was the Capitals and Vegas, uh, there were Game 7s all the way up to the finals. And then it was five, four, six, five games because the Capitals, the Vegas won the first game and then the Capitals swept them after that. But, no, like, there aren't, it's not that there are a ton of Game 7s or there are a ton of sweeps, but, like, you just don't know. Um... I remember in 2018 they were talking because there were particularly a lot of Game 7s, which just meant that the teams were Mm -hmm. well-matched. But no, you just don't know. Like, like when I made, like, my playoff bracket, like, you just, like, you really don't know. I wouldn't, you can't put money on it. Like, you just can't. Like, you will probably lose money. Like, I put Tampa Bay winning the Cup last year. I put Carolina out in the first round. I put the Blues going, I think, to the third round. I was just, not the Blues, I'm sorry. I put, I think I may have the even Blue put St. Louis, yeah, I put the Blue Jackets out in the third round. I think I may have even put the Blues out in the second round. So, well, that's like, fair to say. you really don't know. Based on every so single really analytics stat projection, yeah. like, you would not have predicted yeah, no. exactly a Blues-Bruins-Stanley Cup Finals matchup. No, you but, and I'm sorry to say, my reference point is always going to be the Bruins, but if you look at what they did last year, they went to seven games with Toronto, mm-hmm. then they went to six games with the Blue Jackets. Then they swept the Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then they lost in seventh games against the Blues. And they improved after playing seven games, they improved after playing six games, they swept, and then they played probably arguably their worst series of 
you yeah. know, their, their playoff run. So this, this conversation is actually making me think that Jacob's take on the Devils may not actually be so terrible if they could get it together and get in a playoff position. Yeah, because I mean, you get into the playoffs and there's really no. Their prob- the no problem is getting the spot. The problem isn't in the playoffs. They're nowhere close, The problem though, is getting spot. No, they are nowhere close. We're like, they what, 20 last. games left in the regular They're season. last in the Metro. There's no way they get And with the, the trade deadline coming, they could see a lot of players moving. Wayne Simmons being one. Mm-hmm. Um, P.K. Subban being another, although his name has not exactly been I don't linked think, I don't think he's to many other move. teams. I think he'll be staying put. Um, it was a fun thought. I for think the last he couple believes weeks. that he can make the team great, even though he is I'm sure he on does. the decline. I'm sure he does. That happens a lot with defensemen, though, as they get traded from team to team. Um, a lot of the times we see that they don't exactly get better. The Devils, fun fact, are the only team with a negative point differential. Just saying. In the Metro. In the Metro. The Metro's always been a solid um, conference in hockey. The Metro is a tough conference in hockey. The Atlantic is not. Sorry. Well, you have two teams that are probably going to win the Stanley Cup. But overall, the Metro's tough. There's always like, been like all a no- solid There's teams, always been a noticeable drop-off in the Atlantic once you get past the Bruins, the Lightning, and the Maple Leafs. Florida was in it for a while, and the Blues are first in the Central... Florida's never going to be able to sustain that run, but... I We know. We know. Florida just made a move to sell. Um, so, and this is what we're going to get into before we talk... This is exact, This is what happened today. The Maple Leafs acquired forward yeah. Dennis Mulligan from the Florida Panthers for Mason Marchment. And uh, this is... It, it makes sense if you're the Toronto mm-hmm. Maple Leafs because you just lost OJ, Andreas Johnson for... It looks like the season. I'm not sure if he'll be out for the playoffs, too. We just had mm-hmm. knee surgery, so... He'll probably be out for the playoffs included should they get there. Um, but again, we're just seeing more teams making moves to fill spots um, that you lose from injury. And it's interesting because one of the probably the most notable injury currently being Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers. Who yeah, that's extremely unfortunate. That could not have this been. Is, this is horribly timed. Some worse timing, I think. I think he skated two days ago, but I don't think he's like practicing yet. Um, it makes that's you wonder. extremely, um, I actually saw the Oilers are just so injury prone right now. I really want to find this because they added, I think it was TSN, I think added up the total of, yes, I found it. The Oilers could have $33.5 million worth of players out versus Boston on when they play them. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. No, have, tonight. Or tonight, yeah. That game's tonight. In so... They have eight players out right now. Yeah, literally $33.5 million. Drysdale was like the only is, one still standing. Yeah. And he just won a player of the week, to be fair to him. Yeah, they're. This is an extremely. It makes Bad you wonder time. how confident they are in their number two man, Leon Dreisaitl, who has really just made a like not a resurgence, but he's really just surged this year and have is having a career year. He's finally arrived, and this is concerning for Edmonton. It makes you wonder how confident they are in him, or are they just gonna get him some help? Because you have no idea how long they this need co- to get him help because they are yes first in the Pacific, but they're tied with first in the Pacific with Vegas. And Vancouver's right behind them with sixty nine points. Like they can, they the Pacific is very close, like seventy points, seventy points, sixty nine, sixty eight, sixty eight. They're like they could fall very easily from a playoff spot these next few games. So they need to bring in some reinforcements. They have to do something. 
and there's no better test than the Bruins who they play tonight, so they'll see what they actually have. That's not even a subjective take. That's literally just saying the Bruins are one of the best teams in the league. So like they're gonna they're gonna see what they have Um, in the teams that and and their players that are currently healthy. So oh would you look at yeah, yes, the Bruins are actually the best team in the league. So I I resent that look you gave me Mm -hmm. after saying that they're gonna be battle tested tonight. So they'll see what they actually have in Dreisaitl, if he can be a leader on the team, not just McDavid's brilliant number two. But um yeah, they're going to need to get him some help is, in the next like, five McDavid days. David is the Oilers. That's the problem. <laughs> like Dreisaitl would disagree with you. He's having a phenomenal year. He's having a career. Like, he's putting up numbers very close to what Connor McDavid's already okay. doing. I'm not going to argue. I'm a big proponent of Dreisaitl. Like, look, I mean, okay. you want me to pull I can pull up his stats you real quick. You don't have to. I said that I'm not going to argue with you. Well, I want to. Okay, you can argue with me. He's got 61 assists and 34 goals through 59 games. Yeah, that's really good. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't say ridiculous, but like let's let's compare those numbers to Connor McDavid. Also, I, m- I must say, huge loss for my fantasy team. As we come in, like playoff start, you still next follow week. it. I'm nine and ten. I'm on a four game win streak, and I hold the last playoff spot. I need to win this week, and I just lost Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid has thirty goals and fifty one assists. That's four less goals and ten less assists than Drysaddle this year. Gee, I wonder why he's been out. Connor McDavid's played 55 games. That's four less games than Dreisaitl. I'm not arguing with you. I'm clear. I'm not. Okay, I, I want to go on record and saying that I'm not saying Dreisaitl's the better player, but he's simply having a better year and yeah. he's putting up massive, massive numbers. But are one or two is one or two are one or two players enough to make them a far playoff run? No, it's not enough. It's good for first in the West right now. I'm not sure what the... I, I, here's yeah, the thing. but you also have to look at the other teams. We have not seen Edmonton a lot in the playoffs recently in the last no. couple years. If at all. I wouldn't, wouldn't exactly know. But, um... We haven't look, seen them. you have maybe the one and two... This is... I, I don't know who else is on the top line with these two, mm-hmm. but that is absolutely one of the most lethal and deadliest lines in hockey. I'd say even maybe better than my Bruins line. With it's Connor McDavid true. and Dreisaitl. Although the Bruins do have the goat oh, on that line. Oh my god. And uh, Patrice Bergeron. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that Dreisaitl is, you know, somebody to be feared. And I'm, cur- I'm, I'm really fascinated to see what he can do on his own in these next couple They're weeks. They're on a two-game win streak, actually. So whatever is going for them so far. Yeah, and he has five points in those last two games. We'll see if it works out, though. Yeah, but even if, like, Connor McDavid was playing, one or two players isn't enough to advance the Oilers. Like, yeah, maybe they'll get past the first round, but it's not enough. I'd love to reference times in the past when one or two players have made deep runs into Mm -hmm. the playoffs, but my knowledge is not that Mm -hmm. deep. Mm -hmm. But, anyway, I'm just making a point here, and I'm just throwing out numbers. Nothing I've said here is... I know, Anything you're opinion. trying to have an argument with me, and I'm not arguing with you. Well, I mean, I, all I heard you saying was that, um, you know, is not a good enough number two to... That's not two. what I said. That's then not clarify, what I then said. Then clarify, clarify for me. One man doesn't make a hockey team, that's what I said. Yeah, I'm saying these two are like a lethal one, too. And then I said two men don't make a hockey team. You know how many men make a hockey team? 20. Alright, okay, okay. Move you on. just lost at an argument that you started. Let that sink in. All right, I still resent you saying dry. Yeah, okay. It's nothing that good. Yeah, no. Everyone knows I did not say that. 
you're just mad because you Do lost you want to go back and like listen no, to you say that Dry Slug's numbers are not better than I just want to move on because you're trying to have an argument with me that I don't want to have. Thinks she won. I did win. I don't you you literally stated the amount of players on a hockey roster and think you've won. Yeah, because I did. Because you're trying to say that two men can make like an entire team have a far run. You know the you obviously know the teams that make the playoffs have an enormous amount of depth in the roster. Look at your own team. There's at least five or six superstars on there who made they for mm, they Jackie call clearly you. can't move on, so I'm going to move on for us. <laughs> no. You know what? Fine. Move on. Because it's just going to get me talking about the Bruins, and I'm just going to get angry. So, move on, please. Yeah. The real winner is the team who's, uh, is the dudes whose team is currently in first in the National Hockey League. The Washington okay. Capitals acquired defenseman Brendan Dillon from the San Jose Sharks for a 2020 second-round pick and a 2021 conditional third-round pick. Capitals making moves. Fair. Good for them. They pick up a defenseman. I don't... Did they actually need to? I, I don't know. But, um... Someone who's been linked, uh, a, a popular defenseman who is actually making... Not not headlines yet, but who could be making headlines in the future is Joe Thornton. And, um... You know where the most likely he is to end up. Is obviously back in the black and gold where he was first drafted in 1997. His teammate, Pat Marlowe, is also potentially going to be moved, so the San Jose Sharks look like they're going to be clearing contracts because both of them are going to be free agents in next year, so you know, they're looking to dump those contracts and just reset uh, so they don't have to worry about re-signing them they're both pretty old players, and maybe Joe Thornton's ready for one last run at the Cup we'll see, we won't know until the 25th Ilya Kovalchuk of the Canadians is a big name a team should be targeting what are your thoughts on that? She doesn't have any thoughts on that. I'll talk about Ilya Kovalchuk. I guess I'm getting... I, you know what, Remember how I said a while ago that I was going to do a podcast on my own? Yeah, I guess that day's come. I guess that day's come. Chris Kreider's going to be moved. Sucks for you. Ilya Kovalchuk. Here we go. No, Mon- you- Montreal Canadiens. The Canadians. Oh, yeah, this is correct. The Canadians actually got Kovalchuk after the Kings released him, or actually didn't release him, but they just absolutely cut his contract. Um, but obviously the Canadians aren't what they thought they were going to be this year, so why not flip Kovalchuk to, you know, to a team that could actually use him to, and put his, uh, put his talent to use? Um, he's not, like, obviously he's past his prime. But, you know, like, what the biggest thing that you could have in playoffs is playoff experience and leadership, and He's been a hot player recently. He's got 12 points in his last 15 games, dating back to February 10th. Um, so there's probably going to be a bunch of teams that are you know, going to inquire about him. We'll see where he ends up. Um, a name being thrown out there is the Islanders. There's a potential landing spot for him. Other than that, I'm reading through some headlines right now. The current Islanders GM has history with Kovalchuk after he gave him a massive contract with the Devils not too long ago when, you know, he was there. Um, so, you know, it's possible that he'd want to bring him back into his organization, which would be the Islanders now. And they have all their draft picks for the next three years, so they could definitely be moving around some draft picks to pick up a, a veteran that could help them make a run. I'll continue on. St. God the Spirit of the Philadelphia Flyers is also someone who could be moved. He's had an absolutely atrocious season. He has 12 points through 
55 games, I think. Um, I literally think he has eight assists and four goals. <laughs> That's funny. So teams are obviously looking to add defensemen, obviously, uh, late in the year. Mm-hmm. So someone could just, you know, inquire about Gothisbeer. He was a rookie of the year runner-up. There's clearly something there. He has potential to do something or be worth something at least, you know, just a little bit. Um, I don't think, should Philadelphia move them, I don't think they're going to get much. Maybe, like, a third or a fourth rounder and maybe some money. Uh, someone may want to take on some of his contract. Hopefully, that's best-case scenario for Philly. I think he's on his way out already. And people are linking him with the, the Golden Knights, so... Vegas could be adding a defenseman sometime soon. That's another potential landing spot for another potential name that, again, I've heard of. So he, he can't be that bad. One of the last big names we'll get to is Tyler Toffoli of the Los Angeles Kings. Um, he's going to be a hot name. He's not exactly, you know, a, a huge name like Chris Kreider. He's just another, he's another forward. He's probably the, one of the top two forwards that are most sure being moved. It's going to be him and Chris Kreider, who are probably definite moves. He has playoff experience at right wing. Um, Carter is definitely not getting moved, so continue on, but you're just wrong. So The Bruins are, you know, linked to Toffoli should they miss Kreider. I don't know what you can keep telling yourself that Kreider's not gonna be traded. I kept telling myself that the Red Sox were gonna sign Mookie, but he got traded. Okay, but that's like different. Um, the Flyers are also still fighting for a spot. They gonna so. co- he's not gonna cost the Rangers like it's possible that if Philly also misses out on Kreider, then they can get Tyler Toffoli. Why it's an interesting time to be a hockey fan. We've got an interesting five days coming up. We saw that four moves were already made yesterday, so it'll be interesting to see how many more are made today. So far, there's only been one, although I have not been updating my Twitter feed nearly enough, so I should be checking that very soon. Did you talk about Braden Holpe? Braden Holpe, along with Corey Crawford, is just a goalie who's getting up there in age, not having a fantastic season, who could be a great backup for a team such as the Bruins. What do you mean he's not having a great season? He's on par, pretty much on par with the rest of his season, his his career. What what are you looking at? Just wins? I'm looking at games played, wins, losses. So if he's having a season similar to every other season he's had, which includes a Stanley Cup, they then why would he be moved? Him. It's not these players just aren't people who are going to be moved. They're players whose contracts are up. Doesn't just mean that they're going to be moved. Like the Rangers could re-sign Chris Kreider. They could re-sign Braden Holtby. He's a franchise goalie for the Caps, which makes me think that they are going to re-sign him. He won the cup with them. It makes me think they're going to re-sign him. So and are you asking me where I think Braden Holtby will no. go? Like, no. Are you asking me if he's going to get traded and if no, so where? No, that's not what I'm asking you. So then what are you asking me? You're under the impression that he's going to get traded. I didn't say anything about Holpe until you brought him up after I finished you all the trade deadline the talk. I saw his name in an article. I mean, I mean, jeez. I can, I can, you know, I'll find it. Because I still have all my tabs open. I have my bases covered. <sighs> so I'll look for Braden Holpe's, uh, you know, little write-up about him. No, they probably will resign him. Probably. The Penguins should make moves, though. They need to. The Sidney Crosby of Genny Malkin and Kessel Arrows come to an end. Because Kessel obviously isn't there anymore. Alright, here's why the Caps would, you know, trade Holby right now. Mm-hmm. Elias Samsonov has played very well this year. Okay. Behind him. Mm-hmm. 
his contract's obviously up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So they can either risk letting him walk and get absolutely nothing in return, or they can trade him right now to get, you know, an impre- like a, a huge return on a still a good goalie. Not to say that he needs to be moved because he's old and he sucks, which I was wrong to say, but Washington obviously has a decision to make on him. And sometimes, like I'll, I'll even go ahead and compare this to Mookie Betts' situation again. Can, do they sign him? Like Obviously still a player who's playing very well at the moment. Do they sign him for big money, or do they trade him to get something in return before he walks in free agency? That's the question they're dealing with. And um, it just happened in MLB with one of the biggest names, so maybe Braden Holpe, who just won a Stanley Cup last year, it happens to again. He didn't win a Stanley Cup last year. Or two year. years ago. But, yeah, then in that case, if he is a really good backup, it probably will happen. Probably. And then they'll have to pull a backup up from the minors. Or one of their prospects. But I don't know anything about the Capitals' prospect release. Um, I mean, I don't know. They could resign. I don't know. It really, I just, every team handles goalie situations differently. I don't know. I don't see, I don't see them, like, letting him go, but he's had a pretty good season, so I don't see why, but... If he has a good backup, that's a different story. But it depends also if they want to keep him at backup or if they want... Because if he's going to be a backup for her, like, if they... If the team tells him that he's just going to be a backup and Bray and Holby is their go-to guy, then he's probably going to walk anyway and try and get to another team. That's probably what's going to happen. So it really all depends on who they want to make their number one. I don't know. Maybe, I. Maybe it's time to move on from Holby. I had him in fantasy this year. Quite a disappointment. He got me negative points this year. Why would you... There are better goalies. Like, he's a good goalie. Yeah, but there are better goalies. Yeah, so move him. Why Trade you, him while you still can. Why would you have him in fantasy? I don't know. He's, a good, he's one of the names that like, I recognize. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I drafted the names that I know, not the names that... Probably... You didn't want Halak? <laughs> Like, I, I will literally compare the two right now and see who has more points this year. And I guarantee you, because Halak barely plays, he probably has more points than Holby. That's the, that's the issue with Holby and Fancy. He actually plays. And when he plays, he loses me points. I would love to find the Fancy comparison and see who would have screwed me less this year than Brayden Holby. He's probably the reason I'm 9 and 10, Holby. That's not a great record. It's good enough for a playoff spot right now. Hopefully he has me negative 15 fantasy points this year. <laughs> and we'll look up Yara Halak. <laughs> see how many fantasy points he has. 21! <laughs> That's 36 more fantasy. That's more than triple the amount that Hopi has. Wow, why didn't you draft Halak? Brayden, there's no reason Brayden Hopi <laughs> should be going for negative 15. Yeah, no, there isn't. Yeah, he has bad. 21 wins, which is... His okay. save percentage is below also, 900. Has also just declined ever since 2010. He's allowing three goals a game. He just gave up seven to Philly on 25 shots. Yeah, that's pretty bad. His save percentage, now that I'm looking you at it, also I has apologized. declined. I apologized a few minutes ago for saying that Braden Holpe wasn't bad and that they just have a contract. <laughs> no, this dude's not good. He's having a bad year. I don't know what stats you were looking at. Whether they were on par with this the season. This is so weird because... Brain Holpe's been carried. 
he went... Okay, so they won the cup. They won in, the cup in spite of... In 2018-2019 season, but that's when his save percentage was at its lowest in his career. They, they carried besides last Besides this season currently. They won a cup in spite of Brian Holpe. The only reason people know who Brian Holpe is is probably because he made one or two big saves in the finals. And then it was like, oh, Brian like, Holpe's good. Like... No. He's a solid... He was a solid goalie. Literally, the 20... He was a goalie on a Stanley Cup team, and he got absolutely 2018 carried. season, it was his worst save percentage, and they won a cup. He got absolutely carried. That. He's given up 120 wow. goals in 40 games started. Because whenever I thought of him, I always thought that he was good. Like, whenever I watched him, he was always... Maybe my team just really sucked. Yeah, so, so did I. So that whenever It I wasn't watch, just you. So then whenever I watch him, I'm just like, wow, he's really good. But, like, maybe my team just really sucks. There was a false narrative going around Brian Holpe when I drafted him. It's not that it was false. No, it's, it's wholly false. It's not, he's not good. People are saying he's, he's not good. <laughs> my computer's over here. I'm running too many programs right now. I have too many tabs open. I'm still recording, so... You asked a couple questions at the bottom of the dock. I did. What are they? Um... Oh. oh my gosh, I'm sure the camera can hear my computer overheating at the moment. <laughs> uh, so who who do you think will win the Metro when all is said and done? I love the way that Tim Jarry's playing in that. Oh, we'll do I the think. Metro and we'll do the Pacific because... I thought you wanted to do the Eastern Conference too. No, yeah, but I'm saying I forgot Boston was in... Um, they're the in Atlantic. the Atlantic, I'm sorry. We'll do the yes, Atlantic. Yes, 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 who yes, will yes. win the Metro? The Metro is I, I the Flyers would be a, a, like a hot take pick that mm-hmm. maybe could hit. They're still seven points back yeah. off the pace of the Penguins, and I think seven points is just a lot of points. To, it's not a lot of points, but I think it's too many to make up at this point in the year when you're trying to catch the that's Penguins in the like Capitals. That's only like four games. I know. I still that's four games is a lot to make up in the span of twenty games when you're chasing the Penguins and the Capitals. Yeah, I think. Four, yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot now. That doesn't sound like a lot when you just say seven points, but that's going to be a lot of no, points to lot. make up when you're chasing the Capitals and the Penguins. So I think I really think it's a two-team race. Not to say that the Flyers can't be a great playoff team this year, but I... it comes down to the Penguins and the Capitals. And the Penguins are not giving up many goals at all. In fact, they've given up the least goals in the Metro, um, the least goals in the Atlantic, second to the Bruins, actually. Um and they're scoring at an efficient rate, too. And they're scoring at an efficient rate, too. Yeah, I was going to go with the Capitals. Then I saw they're on a two-game losing streak. And um, they're losing some games. Like, they're losing, losing games that they have no reason. Games. They're losing games they need to be winning. And they're losing but, games. They're getting blown out but like, sometimes. But I think that the Caps are going to take it. I have not looked at their schedules down the stretch. Okay, I'll, I'll, I have the Caps schedule. <laughs> they play the Canadians tomorrow at home. They should win. Win. They play the Devils they on Saturday win in New Jersey. Win. doesn't matter. If they don't win, they should no longer be a hockey team. And then the match of the season is Penguins at Capitals on Sunday. So I think that's a better time to make our yeah. pick on who's going to win the conference. But after a that, metro. the Capitals have a back-to-back, back-to-back against Winnipeg. And then they also play the Penguins one more time. Mm-hmm. They play the Penguins three more times to conclude to end the year. Wow. One on March 7th and then March 22nd. But other than that, it's a relatively light schedule. Yeah. Uh, to end the year, these are their last six games. The Rangers, the Red Wings, the Sabres, the Maple Leafs could be tough, the Wild at home, and then they go on the road to Florida. They could potentially wow. end the game, end the year on a six-game win streak, and if they can win 
two games against the Penguins to end the year, I think that they're probably going to win. Yeah, I agree. Probably. The division. But again, like, I still have a look at the Penguins schedule, so let's go through it. The Penguins schedule is probably just about the same, mm-hmm. um, simply because, you know, they're playing in the same division. It looks a little bit easier. Then... Uh, then so we really won't know until they play each other. I can see both of these teams in their last 20 or so games. They've each played They've each played 59 games to this point. That leaves, if my math is correct, 23 games on their schedule, mm-hmm. right? Uh, of their last 23 games, I can see each team winning 15 or 16. Um, it's really just too close to call. Uh, but, you know, Tim Jari's playing great in goal. Uh, the Penguins are scoring well. Like, they're the hotter team by far. So I, I think my, my t- my, mm, I would take the Penguins. Not to mention I'm a lot more scared of them come postseason time. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm going to go with Washington, but I am. It would um, be something interesting to monitor. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a gut feeling. I might watch a hockey game that's not the Bruins when they play each other. They play each other on Sunday. On Sunday. I might watch that. That'll be the first time I think I ever watch a hockey game that is in the Bruins. Oh, I always watch hockey games though at the Rangers. Well, like at home more so than here. You are a confirmed hockey fan. I mean, yeah. Now for the Atlantic Conference. We know. Well, I mean, you think I'm automatically going to say the Bruins. The Bruins have a point up on the Lightning, but the Lightning have won 11 straight. Yeah, this is true. And the Lightning are a team that everyone thought would be Stanley Cup champions the past two or three years. Not. Two years ago? Two years ago. I didn't, no, not two years ago. Last For the year, past two years, I thought the Lightning would be Stanley Cup champions because they beat the Bruins in five games two years ago in the first round of the But they, like, curse now. Do you know how this After works? After apologizing or something? No, 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 no. Like, they're one, of, they're one of those teams who gets to the playoffs but can't finish. Like, they were the Capitals and then they won the Cup. So, like, this could happen soon. But, like, they choked so bad last year. Like, so bad. I also think like, if I put money, I would have lost so much money. They choked so bad that they had to apologize. Yes, they did. They had to apologize. So, I mean, playoff hockey is different, but I don't know. I mean, yes, I think Tampa's going to win the Atlantic. Do I think that they're going to win the Cup? I don't think so. I think Tampa could, well, I think Tampa will win the Atlantic. I think that could work to the Bruins' favor. It's all about first-round matchups. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, again, I really just don't know how uh, the NHL playoff bracket works. There's probably a projected playoff bracket somewhere. Yeah. They do, like, a lot of, like, if the Stanley Cup starts today type of things as it gets closer to um, playoff The Lightning time. can win the division. I, I, I just want to see who plays each other in the first round. I believe, if I'm not... The the second place team in the Atlantic would play the second place team in the Metro, or no, maybe the first wild card team, which would probably be the Flyers. So no, the Flyers have a third place spot right now in the Metro. Oh right, they have the a concrete three. playoff spot. They are a force to be reckoned with, which is weird. I'm not gonna speculate because again, I have no idea how the playoff matchup works. I, I the Bruins. I all I know is that. Bruins play the team that comes to town. But, um... Alright, so the Eastern Conference. It's, like, all in all. So that's basically between the Lightning and the Penguins yeah. for my pick then, and then I'd say the Lightning. They already got a five-point lead on the Penguins right now. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, I'd go Tampa. Tampa has the best uh, goal differential in the league currently. Um, actually, do I think... No, I don't think Tampa's going to win the Eastern Conference. I think the Bruins are going to win the Eastern Conference. 
Nice. I don't think that Tampa's going to make it far enough. I think that... Oh, who's going to win the Eastern, yeah, Eastern Conference? Conference? Oh, I thought in the playoffs. Finals, no. Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. finals. Okay. No, I don't think I don't think Tampa has... I don't know. Prove me wrong, please, because the fact that the words the Bruins are going to win the Eastern Conference are coming out of my mouth right now make me want to vomit. So, I have please, a trash can. please prove me wrong, Tampa Bay. Please. Because I don't want to watch that. No one else, except if you're from Boston, wants to watch that again. We so, provided a thrilling series oh last God. year. We provided a thrilling Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I don't want to... Finals last year. It's just me and my dad cursing at the TV. Like, it's like... It's not something... It's like for when I have to watch the Patriots win the Super Bowl again. Like, I don't want to watch that. No one wants to watch that unless you're a Patriots fan. But, correct me if I'm wrong, the Patriots have played some of the best Super Bowl games in recent history. Okay, the last year's Super Bowl was terrible. That was terrible, but what about 28-3? What about the game against the Legion of Boom? What about when you guys got beat by a backup? Remember that one? And the Eagles, nonetheless? When's the last time Aaron Rodgers won Remember you got beat by the Giants twice? Remember that? Remember the one we won six Super Bowls this century? I remember all of them. It's funny that you're actually trying to take shots at my team when we have six Super Bowls in the past 20 years. That's actually comical. Okay, but the point that I'm making is that no one wants to watch that again. Because we've seen it ten times. We've seen it six times. We don't need to see it again. We'd like to keep it interesting. Mix it up a little You're bit. You're telling me a seven-game series against the Blues I'm last year I'm not talking about the game. I'm series? talking about the teams in the game. The teams competing in the, in the series. That's what I'm talking about. That's pretty petty. Hey. A really petty take. We provide okay. great hockey to watch. Okay. We're a, fa- we're a fun team okay. to watch. Especially when we're doing seven games in the Stanley Cup playoff finals. You should be looking for that from any Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. I just root for game sevens when it comes to playoff hockey. Like, <laughs> no, you're just trying to make me sound like an asshole. We have a bitter fan over here of an irrelevant Rangers team <laughs> and also someone who's quarterback. They're not irrelevant. I have said this countless times. They suck. They're not irrelevant. They're not. They're not bad. They're thirty and twenty-four. Like that's not. That's not bad enough to be. That's not bad enough to suck. Yes, it is. When you play eighty-two games in a year, yes, it is. Like you're over five hundred. Still. I'm trying to make a point here that you're not bad enough to be. Like you, this is a compliment. No, no, it's not because it's worse to be. Irrelevant. You're not bad enough to suck. We do suck, though. Oh, my God. We're just... We're second to last in our division. This podcast is just like a cassette tape on loop. It's just like... It is, yeah, because you keep bringing up the same crap. What? I've literally spent, like, ten minutes explaining to you the difference between irrelevant and sucking and saying that the Rangers aren't irrelevant. I thought we'd come to an agreement that they were, so I don't know why you're arguing again. No! (laughs) I don't have enough brain cells to have this argument again. You're picking a fight that we've already had and I've already won. No, you didn't So you're win. the one that's you playing this podcast win. on repeat. Oh my goodness gracious. I, I, and I'm not saying that you, you made a point that the Bruins are going to win the Eastern Conference. The likelihood that they go back to the Stanley Cup, in my mind, is slim. So I have to disagree with your take. Okay. I think the Penguins think so? will get there. Okay. I'd hate to see that, too. I'm not just biased against your team. I don't like the Penguins. Beg to differ. I mean, I'd hate to see Sidney Crosby in another stand For reference, for those that don't know, 
the Bruins just beat the Rangers on Sunday, so if you're detecting a little bit of hostility from Jackie, it's because she's a little on when edge. When am I not hostile? She's a little on edge podcast. because the Bruins just swept her team on the year. And she can't stand it. And she no, because you herself. annoyed me the whole time. I was quiet. You no, know, you were not quiet. You were not quiet at all. You wouldn't shut up. I didn't have a water bottle thrown in my head this time. Yeah, but you wouldn't shut up. I, I was... I, if you recall, when it was still one nothing heading into the third, I was like, man, this game is eerily similar to the one that, that they played over break when the Bruins... Was that a home game? Won their first overtime game. Won one of their first overtime... Yeah, I'm sure that's not, that might not be factually correct. But it was looking eerily similar because, one, playing at home and taking the opposing the opposing team taking a one goalie into the third period. I um, told you... excuse me, they were at looks, the Garden. Uh, yes, I'm, that's what... No, yeah. They were, they were at, at the Garden when the Bruins won in overtime. So I was saying at MSG, mm-hmm. I said going into the third period... I think the home crowd is going to pick their team up. They're going to force overtime and win overtime. Because it looked the game looked exactly the same like the one that was played in Boston over break. I was trying to convince you the entire time that your team had a legitimate chance to win the game. So I don't understand why. You can't give me false hope. You don't understand. I wasn't giving you, you false hope. You don't understand the mentality that I have when I watch these games. The when Bruins I, have been blowing leads all I, year. When I turn on my Rangers, I'm expected to be disappointed. That's just how it is. No matter who they're playing, I'm just expecting to be disappointed. Sorry for trying to tell you that your team, like, was better than sucking. No. And that's not what you were saying the whole time. Excuse you. You were making comments. Until we score... Oh, shorty alert. The Bruins scored a shorthanded goal in the game. Which kind of put the game on ice. Like, it kind of put it to bed. But, um... For the entire time up till that point, I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like... Man, the Rangers are kind of getting momentum here. The crowd's sort of starting to get into it. Uh oh. I think no, there was a point in time when I was just like, oh wow, the crowd's finally arrived. And I know you remember me saying that. I, you did say that. I know you remember me saying that. So, like, the heading into the third period, the start of the third period, I was thinking to myself, and I'm pretty sure I was telling you this too, I really think the Rangers have a legitimate chance to win this game. And that's just, that wasn't me being an asshole. That was me mm-hmm. not giving you false hope. Mm-hmm. That was my honest take on the game. The way yeah, the momentum and I'm pretty had swung, sure I said no way. And based on previous events. Because it looked like the game they had played earlier in break, just the script flipped with it, like, you know, going the other way. Okay, whatever. You have a little bit, just an ounce no. of faith in your team. No. You win more I games than you lose. I disappointed. You win more games than you okay, lose. Okay, but it's not good enough. This is why no one lasts long in New York, because all fans are like me right now. Like, we want to win. All right. We want to at least have a shot. We don't have a shot. And we have Panarin. He can't carry this team. Aha, I figured out why he's called Panarin. You mean Breadman? Yeah, why he's called Breadman. Why? Because Panarin sounds like Panera. <laughs> I, I, I don't know for certain that that's the reason, but, like, it's it has to be, right? not. It has to be. It's definitely not. Then where does Breadman come from? I think, You're the team. You should know. I think I know, and I, read I know an every article, nickname of every player on the I, Red Sox, and I know why. I know. I read an article about it, and I just don't remember. The coincidence is too eerie, and it's too similar. Panarin sounding like Panera, Panarin. It has to be the reason why he's called Breadman. I'm gonna. Someone in the clubhouse probably said, "Like, hey man, what's your name?" And I said, "Artemi Panarin," 
And he's like, oh, like the bread place. I'm pretty sure I... You said it's because he scores a lot of goals. I think so. What does that have to do with bread? I don't know. I don't know. Does he make a lot of money? I guess he has a big contract. Maybe he's, yeah, he Maybe does. he has bread. Maybe he's breaded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has a huge contract. He, like... So maybe that's why they call him bread. I don't know, but I, it has to... I'm, my, I'm, I go to the bank, take out all the money in my savings, and put it down that it's because of Panera. You do that. Okay, so remember how the Rangers just traded, like, today? Did something happen? Yesterday. Yesterday. It was tra- okay, he's our no because they just posted a picture that he's in practice today, and I was like, "Was that today?" I need to update my trade today. tracker because nope, still nothing more today, other than the Maple Leafs trade. We all know the big names are going to move on the twenty fourth, but you know we're still just tracking. So uh, did you find out why? No, I didn't find out why. How bad is your Google search game? <laughs> I just, I'm trying. Did you prepare a, um, a... A what? Where is that dude from? No. I wrote half of this in class. Yes, you did. I'm looking at it. Oh, I did? Oh, where is he from? I know where Anthony C. is from. Well, we talk so much bad. Okay, (laughs) did you see this goal, though? This is, like... It was against the is this Canadians. A goal of the week because we didn't even get to goal. Of it the week is, the stars of the but week, okay, yeah. no, just want to say this. Like we shit on the Red Wings a lot, and they are really bad. They play the Bruins well, I know that. But this goal is like. Oh ha ha! Yes, Panera bread. Are you are you serious? Uh, um, yes, <laughs> by his teammates and coaches on the Blackhawks. They they started calling him Breadman because of the Panera bread restaurant chain. <laughs> I knew. I figured it out. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? Extremely. Watch I know more this. about your team than you do. Easy there. <laughs> Every time we do this, you just make me, like, want to yell at you. Okay. Because that's what they want. No. We want to hear. Okay, you have a goal Okay. Yeah, this is, it's all about the assistant. Is this the assistant? Oh, that's a filthy feed. Yeah, exactly. Anthony C. You scored the goal, Wait, but... you want to say his name again? Because the uh, pronunciation is Anthony important. Anthony C. U. Uh, that has that's so friend that he has to be Canadian. Yeah, he is. Good job. Let's you got go. It. All right, that that I'm was a back layout. on it. Any it any name you. ending in I O U that's so French, <laughs> he has to be Canadian. No, it was against uh, Let's go. Montreal, not Mon Mon. Yes, Montreal Canadians. Yes. Does that put oh, me man. back above five? No, that puts me back at five hundred. I'm six and yeah. six. Yeah. Wow, you remember. <laughs> I'm following. Yeah, it's week twelve. This is we're, I'm six and six. Good for you. I was at such a hot start. I was like three and zero. Yeah, you were at three and zero. No, yeah, that was just my little tidbit of yeah. The Red Wings are really terrible, but Anthony Sioux is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate because the Red Wings are terrible. No, who's two zero? But they beat the Bruins not too long ago. The Bruins beat them even more not too long ago. <laughs> I'm gonna let that sentence just sink in. <laughs> Even more, not too long ago, the Bruins beat the Red. That means the Bruins, the Red Wings yeah, beat the Bruins. Let's not analyze it. You had another point. Like a month or two ago, and then the Bruins beat them a, a week ago. A month? Maybe like less than a month ago, but then the Bruins the beat them. The Bruins, after that. the Bruins got beat by Detroit a week ago. That's incorrect. The Bruins beat them yes, a week ago. Yes, it is correct because we were shooting our practice cast for Big Red Face Off. And it's when they were losing. I watched the game. They were losing one nothing, and they won the game three to one. 
two a week ago. And like I think, and I think the Red Wings beat them like three weeks ago. It wasn't three weeks ago. Jackie. All right, whatever. I give up. I don't care. I don't care enough. You had another point. Oh, there. four to one. I'm sorry. On Saturday, February fifteenth, which is four days ago, mm-hmm. the Bruins beat the Red, the Red Wings four to one. The Red Wings had a one nothing lead. Yes. Yeah, so a week and a half ago, they got beat by Detroit. That's. Ten days ago. Yes. Correct. They lost a three week one. and a half ago. They got beat by Detroit. Because, but you were down to me saying that they won against the Red Wings not too long ago. No, I wasn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was judging you because of the grammar in your sentence. Yeah, no, that was me <laughs> trying. To, that was me trying to find a way to explain that the Bruins beat them most recently. Okay. In the most recent match, they did. You're correct. And I think my grammar, oh if my you piece God. it together and you think about it, the way I said it. Like, semantically, think, it makes sense. I don't think Professor Meadloop would approve of your grammar. I think that wouldn't get you I don't approve of it either, but semantically, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. I don't think it would get you a it. good grade in journalism, but that's just me. I got an A in journalism. How did you do? I got a B. Uh, feeling you on proud top of, of yourself? World. Feeling on top of the You're world. proud guys. of yourself? Intro to journalism? Are you really proud of yourself? Do you have any more planned for us? No, I don't. Did we do stars of the week? I mean, I sent them to you, but, like, we really just talked about the trades, so, like, it would be kind of random. Drysdale was one of them. I know that for sure. I didn't look at it. <laughs> you sent them to me, and I did look at them, believe it or not. You did? Yeah. Um, Andre Vasilevsky, the goalie for Tampa, for obvious reasons. Um, his save percentage is currently 95, and he's 3-0-0. Brayden, hope you take notes. You suck. And... Tyler Toffoli, the guy. Oh, he is the oh. third star of the week. So he's getting yeah. Look at me. That's four what's gonna goals. Get so four points. inadvertently, we talked about all three <laughs> of. We didn't really talk about Andre Vasilevsky, but he's just really good. But you were on the notes of Tampa Bay. I mean that Toronto yeah. had a uh, yeah. Wait. Tampa. Tampa had an eleven game winning streak. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yes. Being Andre Vasilevsky, being a well, no, he goal. was only he's three and zero right now. So, I don't know if he was in goal all 11 games. That's us covering the hot topics without even knowing it. That's what that is. Yeah. That is what it is. So, if that's all that you have... That's all I from have. ...from a hockey standpoint... I was getting... You know who's 2-0? and o? Who? The Niners basketball team. Semi-Pro League at the College Intramural Basketball <laughs> Squad. The Niners improved to 2-0. and o Why are you called the Niners? On Monday night. I don't know. Oh. I, I I was asked to join the team, and the name was already the Niners. I, I thought you were going to actually talk about, like, Ithaca basketball making the playoffs. That was already determined a while ago. That's not news. No, it wasn't. It was determined last week. We, we knew clinched, they, gonna... they clinched a playoff spot last week. Stop trying to take move All the right, hu- Because go. the far talk more about, important headline... Talk about your intramural basketball team, please. The score is 21-12. to 12. Oh my God, the Niners get out to a again. hot shooting start. <laughs> I think we made our first threes, first three threes of the game. Uh, for the, the record, this is my second, third time hearing this story. For the record, this is intramural basketball. <laughs> so for the get off to the hot shooting start that we got, wow, we were totally oh, like outsized. <laughs> I, I mean, they had two centers that were just towering over us, so we had to rebound as a team. We had a plan. We had a game plan. Everyone boxes out, and um, we rebound as a team. That's what you have to do when you want to win these games. 
they went on a 15-0 run to end the first half. So we're down six going into the second half. Mm-hmm. And when I mean to tell you that the huddle was silent at the half <laughs> at halftime, we were demoralized. We were dejected. But who comes to save the day? Oh Mike Stites drains a three to start oh the second God. half. And I just seeing the ball go through the basket just completely re-energized the team. And we ended up fighting back. Maybe like three separate times from being down seven points, we were down seven points, we called back to like three. They would go up again by eight points, we would bring it back to four. In the final five minutes, we held them scoreless, fought back to win by two. Has to be the best competitive basketball game I've ever like played in my life, or been a part of in my life. <laughs> I went one for one from the field, shot 100%. Shot 100%. Shot 100%, Please. correct oh me if I'm wrong. God. That's easy math. I assisted on five buckets, had a block, and two steals. Good game. And <laughs> Lord knows how many rebounds. I was just a beast on the boards. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Played the last 15 minutes of the game. And let me tell you something. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to go on a treadmill again. I'm just going to play pickup basketball. <laughs> because, I mean, I, I just caught a second wind at one point there. I'm not exactly in the best shape of my life, but we're getting back. <laughs> we're getting back. And there are two games left on the regular season schedule. We fully expect to go 4-0. Oh, our next two games are light competition. <laughs> And we'll see. The sport media guy. <laughs> we unfortunately don't play them. Oh, I doubt we'll no. play them in the playoffs. So we, we're probably not going to see um, Orange Vanilla Coke. That's the name of their team. <laughs> Until, um, and I don't think we'll see them this year, unfortunately. But we fully expect to play the team we played last week in the championship game. So if you're ever in Ithaca, New York, for whatever reason, God <laughs> On knows a Monday why. night at 9 o'clock. Lord knows why. <laughs> Um, check it out. Fill the hill because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great matchup, and I can guarantee that both of these teams will be back in the championship. So just can, had to plug my or squad. Or you can actually watch Division Three Ithaca men's basketball against Vassar on Friday night at seven. It's a big game, a bigger game for the women because they can quench the one seed against Vassar on Friday night. Yeah, it is bigger because Vassar is second in the women, not for the men. A game back. Um. David wants to wear, he said, because we play Bard as the last game of the season, which no one should go to. Like, Danny said, Bard's I disgraceful. Don't, Danny said, I don't know if I want to do a post-game show. Like, you guys can just leave at the half. Nice. Um, but David wants to wear all black for Bard's funeral. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. So, come to Friday. If it, just Friday's game is going to be more interesting. Even though Vassar's not that great for the men either, like, it'll still be better than Bard. Yeah, well, so Ithaca basketball is hot. Um, I did a piece on last night, but unfortunately the episode of Newswatch wasn't aired. You could have caught me talking about it if it was still running on repeat, but it wasn't recorded. So um, you can catch me in pre, half, and post for Ithaca men's basketball. Yes, Jackie, you can plug yourself. <laughs> um, well, stay tuned after this short music clip that I like to play at the end of every episode. It's probably gonna be something upbeat and then. Um, enjoyable. It's gonna be a nice clip of music. Well, no, so. they get to hear you rant about cereal. That's what I'm getting at. After the clip of music, I'm gonna have about six minutes on cereal. So stay tuned for that. Take care, everyone.
So anyway, I get back here at like 8.40. Uh-huh. Ran back here. I mean ran back here with my bag and everything. Almost slept on ice a few times. And I got back here, got in the shower at like 8.35. Showered to like 8.45. Got dressed real quick. Hauled ass to CC. Ate my chocolate checks. And I was going to go off on a tangent about chocolate checks. Mm-hmm. They're my new, th- they're my third favorite cereal now. No. It goes, it goes ready. Honey Nut Cheerios are my all-time favorite. Okay. There are a lot of better cereals than Honey Nut Cheerios, but Honey Nut Cheerios are just so... They hit different. Not that they... Not even that they hit different. And I, I'd like to... I don't like saying hit different anymore. That <laughs> that whole thing's bad. I could get into that another day, but, like... We had the cereal conversation last night at dinner because we were all eating cereal. Cereal for dinner is disgraceful. I Punishable by death. do it literally every other night here. Honey Nut Cheerios are so versatile. Okay. Uh, you can eat them whenever. Okay. I'd be happy having them for dinner. They're, it's just like, Cheerios themselves suck. But no. something about hunt, yeah. No. Cheerios themselves are just stupid. <laughs> no flavor adds, just bland. But Honey Nut Cheerios, for some reason, just that little teeny tiny improvement is enough for me to, because, because and also you have to understand that when I go home, mm-hmm. I, for, for spring break, I fully expect to eat Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> for breakfast. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. It's just always what we have in the house. So I've grown. Like, they're just, like, they're synonymous with summer when I go home. Uh-huh. And, I mean. Break. Yeah. Synonymous with break. So, I, you know, like, they're that. They have, like, a relaxing vibe to them. But, um, recently I've rediscovered Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. You I know, know that. I remember. Since about a week ago, they've taken them out of CC. <laughs> That's an issue. <laughs> and cookie Crisp is where it's at. Cookie Crisp is Shit's so like fire. You're twelve. <laughs> okay, and Cookie Crisp. I've said like it before, Captain and I'll say Crunch. it again. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> cookie Crisp cereal is for the rebellious children who still think they should be eating cookies for breakfast. That's literally why. All right. I was made. Well, everyone was eating Cookie Crisp for dinner last night. So Great marketing. One, they're too big. No. The cookies are far too big. No. And two, not even milk can like they're just so dry. Not even milk can save That's them. That's just not true. It's so true. That's not true. Oh, I feel like I I, I need two glasses of water with my <laughs> cookie crisp if I'm gonna eat cookie crisp cereal. That's just no. You're just wrong. You're twelve years old. 
That's totally Captain fine. Crunch is totally different because why is different? It, it was one of those cereals growing up as a kid that like was always just sort of like took a backseat to the classics like Reese's Puffs or Cookie Crisp to say like to listen another one. No, but, it didn't. Yeah, it was. Captain Crunch was always just, like, third string, fourth string. That was just always so underappreciated. I just discovered them again, and I'd like to eat two or three bowls every day if I could. But they're not in CC anymore, so I had to make an adjustment, and I switched over to chocolate checks. Recommended to me by a teammate. They're They're good. But have you ever had them with chocolate milk? No. Then there's your issue. (laughs) You have to have them with the chocolate milk in CC. 2% chocolate milk in CC. (sighs) On your chat, like, I've been eating it we for breakfast every single day recently. Right <laughs> you better believe I'm recording right now. Are you actually? Damn right I am. So, yeah, I'll do that from time to time. I'll just start recording <laughs> mid-conversation, because this is what we talk about when we're not talking about hockey. Pretty much, yeah. And Cookie Crisp is the best cereal in CC. By far. CC, I should denote, it's Campus Center. Um, that's our dining hall. One of our dining halls. One of two. One of two. There should be more. One of our many, many being two, dining halls. But they go switch up the cereals all the time. This was, this was leading me into saying... Okay, what was this leading you into saying? Because I was going to get into it before I started recording that I needed to eat lunch later. But I'm probably going to sleep anyway. But I went to Park Cart today, and I toasted the best bagel of all time. And I just ate it in the newsroom before nice. coming back here. Kendall... Gave me a deal uh-huh. on my bagel. I did not get it for free. <laughs> um, even though you know, we have, you know, insiders in, uh, at the park car. <laughs> inside sources. Uh, he did not. I did not get a bagel for free. But he gave me an extra cup of cream cheese. Which was huge. <laughs> which was huge. Because the, I, I said, Kendall, listen. One cup of cream cheese for two slides of a bagel... Do you really expect me to, like, split the cream cheese in half, one on this side, one on the other side? I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. So I said, dude, you got to hook me up with another packet of cream cheese. And he was hesitant uh, because the supervisor was behind him, and I'm sure they're told one serving of cream cheese per customer. But he hooked me up with it anyway. And um, I toasted the bagel. I kept a close eye on it. I was looking down there periodically, and I got the perfect crispy golden brown moment. It was a poppy seed bagel, I might add. And... I, I took it down to the newsroom, smeared my cream cheese, and um, Jeremy walked in when I was eating the bagel, and he, oh, he no. gave me a look, oh, but... Oh, uh, no. We're not supposed to eat. I had napkins laid down, covering at least, like, there must have been at least a six-inch radius around <laughs> the bagel, so, like, there was plenty of, like, you know, plenty of comfort, you know... Cushion. Cushion. Plenty of cushion <laughs> for the poppy seeds getting everywhere. I cleaned up after myself, and I just enjoyed a spectacular bagel... Not too long ago, probably about an hour ago, and I also got a donut with it. <laughs> the donut was pretty damn good. I, I looked in the donut case and I was like, "Oh man, I'm hungry" because I didn't have a huge breakfast today because I had to rush. And I didn't get my omelet today, but that's still I, I'm still in a decent mood. But this bagel, I mean, no, this donut just stood out amongst the rest. And I I told Kendall like, "Look, that that donut right there is a unit. It had at least like." Two plus inches on it against all else, all other donuts in the in the case, and I was just like, "That is earmarked for that is earmarked for Mike. That's my, it's my donut, Kendall. Give me that donut. I want it. I need it." 